rabbit stew. I heard rabbit stew is good. It's so is. It is. Rabbit is good in general. Mm-hmm. I might have to try some. Well, Kyla said they got worms right now, so if somebody cooks some, they don't eat it. Yeah, I ain't gonna eat yeah. <laughs> it. I'm gonna wait. I'll wait. Yeah, rabbit season is, um, it done passed. They got worms right now. So, moving on to our topic for the night, Wes, you can start. Um, you can start it off because I'm okay. gonna be honest with you. I got your email, but it was a little bit too late. Too for late, me to, like too late. <laughs> And I tried to Google and YouTube some stuff, but I don't think they was giving me the right information. No. And you know what? And I'm glad you brought that up. I'm glad you brought that up because if this had been three, four years ago, you would have found a ton of information that talks about this whole thing about these um, laws. But what I've been learning ever since uh, Trump came into office and you know, the Democrat Party was like doing everything to get rid of him. They started um, a lot aligning with the big techs, big tech companies. And what they've been doing is anything that is truthful or that we could benefit from, they are scrubbing away. So we can you can Google search all to your life's content and it'll be extremely hard to find so look i'm not yeah like every time you google one thing and then you try to take a context clues from that to google something else it still brought you back to where you started exactly so what they are doing is they're basically um rigging the system so that you don't get to the information that's really most valuable for you and so um so that video I sent you guys that YouTube so that you guys can you know when you do have time you can get into it so I just want to touch on what I remember learning and the fact is this in one of the law dictionaries that they has been used that the IRS and how they interpret certain things the normal definition of U.S. citizen that we interpret is not how the IRS defines the U.S. citizen. There is a written code where the definition of U.S. US citizen, U.S. citizen, according to the IRS, is a federal employee within the District of Columbia. Okay, Kyla, do you live in D.C.? No. Nikki, do you live in D.C.? Mm-mm. You y'all know where I live, right? Florida. <laughs> exactly. Anybody that is considered or considers themselves an American citizen, somebody who was born here in the United States, they automatically say, "Yeah, I'm a U.S. citizen." But according to the IRS, the definition of U.S. citizen is different from how we define it, because again, this is how they are able to deceive people into thinking that they are required to pay taxes because bottom line is the IRS definition of U.S. citizen they apply it to the whole country but the truth of the matter is if people were to fully understand 
the defi- their definition of U.S. citizen, nobody would be filling out taxes. Nobody be paying their taxes. It's a status issue, but because I have not fully learned everything and every aspect about it, I'm still going to pay my taxes. I ain't crazy. I ain't trying to go to jail, but I'm just sharing some knowledge that I think could be very helpful mm-hmm. in ultimately gaining some insight into really what's going on with um, how they've deceived us. And there's so much, so much other stuff. I said, um, there's a, this thing called the Sestake V Trust, something that goes back to the year 1666. Basically, it's a contract. And um, what I recently sent you guys is a, is, a, is, a, is a documentary that talks about how all, everything that we know and how we live today is governed by contracts. And the bar, which is basically every lawyer, if they're going to be practicing as an official lawyer in the United States, has to pass the bar exam. Well, the bar is that organization that literally controls everything. Every corporation, every major institution, any any major entity is controlled and managed by the bar. Because anything that they do from a business perspective, legally, has to run through the bar. And if the bar says no, guess what? They're not going to do it. We're even talking about the court system. Here's another thing I want you guys to look up. It's the, um, it's called the Congressional Act of 1871. Now that you can look up and you'll be able to get information. But let me tell you about this. And this is this was done by Congress. Okay. They um, voted in this act. And what this act did literally was it formed a corporation that is called the United States. Okay. So we're separate from the United States of America. We're talking about the our government, the nation, the government, the, the country, mm-hmm. United States of America. There is a separate corporation called the United States. And with that entity, that's how all of the contracts are governed within the corporation. Okay. So people will have you believe, or the government will have you believe that you are subject to them or they have power over you. But the truth be told, we have sovereign power and it starts with the state that we live in, that we were born in, okay? And that power should never have been relinquished. But the way they set things up and also the 14th Amendment. The 14th Amendment U.S. citizen is different from the U.S. citizen that we 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 know of in terms of natural citizenship we're born in this country okay okay so the 14th amendment u.s citizen is a totally separate person but yet they try to make you think that's what you are which is what requires anybody who claims to be u.s citizen to be paying the paying taxes interesting yeah but yeah, that's all I want to touch okay. on. Um, we can go so, on for hours with this I'm stuff. Hoping, yeah. 
the congressional act of you said 1871 1871, yes 1871 okay so i'm googling it and this article comes up um from the senate.gov website Uh and it says the enforcement acts of 1870 and 1871 i don't know why that came up Mm -hmm. but it says the adoption of the 13th 14th and 15th amendment to the constitution extended civil and legal protections to former slaves and prohibited states from disenfranchising voters on account of race color or previous conditions of servitude forces in some states were at work, however, to deny black citizens their legal rights. Members of the Ku Klux Klan, for example, terrorized black citizens for exercising their right to vote, running for public office, and serving on juries. In response, Congress passed a series of enforcement acts between 1870 and 1871, also known as the Force Acts, to end such violence and empower the president to use military force to protect African Americans. Mm, that's really cute. That's very romantic. <laughs> yeah, that's very romantic. But yeah, that's not the Congressional Act of 1871. Yeah, the 18, the Congressional Act of 1871 specifically talks about the setting up of the United States Corporation. Okay, and in setting up the corporation, they they just jimmy jammed um, the entire country. Like this this whole thing is all tied to control of the banks and um, the Federal Reserve System and all of that. Um, The Federal Reserve came into being in 1913. And with that, they basically took the power that Congress was supposed to possess and have only to be able to issue and print currency. But with the passing of the Federal Reserve Act, They tried to say and promote this under the guise that this was going to be to protect the people from the banks. But in actuality, what it was, it was the banks that wrote the Federal Reserve Act so that they can take the power away from the people. And by doing, by setting things up that way, by creating and issuing currency, they controlled everything. And so that's the beginning of the end of our prosperity, in my personal opinion, I I'm, I could be wrong, but this is just my, what my perception is of how things have gone down in this country. Right. Hmm. Yeah, there's so much history that I have not learned in college, and I am have learned over the recent years about stuff I would that just blew my mind about how things really are versus what I was taught. I wonder why, because I'm on Google and I cannot, like, I Googled exactly that. Uh It's not giving you the actual, it's not even giving you the actual verbiage of what the Congressional Act of 1871 is. Again, this is, this is what's happening recently. So now we're, we're going back to the dark ages, back in the dark ages. And we're talking about when Christianity came into being. The Bible was only available to an extremely elite few people that had money and wealth. None of the masses had any access to this knowledge, okay? Mm -hmm. And so that's how they dominated for years. That's how they bullied themselves into increasing territories and lands and taking over countries and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. That's, that's That's what happened with the Dark Ages. Right now, we're experiencing a digital Dark Age where... 
they're trying to hide and censor people anybody that's dissenting from what they deem to be what what they want you know for people to believe and to hold on to or 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 to control people with with this uh, crazy crazy uh agenda that th- that they've been um undertaken for years so right now they're trying to shut and basically shut the information down from the masses so that we don't become knowledgeable to be able to defend for ourselves and to be able to take back our power so um but that's just the reality of stuff and unfortunately big tech has been um compromised in that way the googles the youtubes and all of that Mm-hmm. They've been scrubbing. They've been scrubbing and literally, deliberately um, keeping, banning people. If it's truthful, if it's healthy, if it's all that stuff, they they're trying to control the narrative in every shape or form, and that's oh, yeah. so unfortunate. That's, yeah, that's what everything. Yeah. But yeah, that's a little bit of mine. But uh, definitely want to get into you guys' topics because they're way more interesting than what. what <laughs> okay, so my topic is: Should you notify your significant other if you're ever in an event where you're around people or a person that you have slept with before? So my response to that would be, um, if they're if they're relevant, um, <laughs> let me. Okay, so if y'all go to a party and somebody you slept with has been there, no. But let's say you and your spouse just started talking, and or your partner, whatever the case may be, he just started talking and he's like, hey, this is my crew. I hang out with this person, this person, this person. Like, we've been friends since X, Y, Z. And you realize, like, hey, I talked to dude. Like, we have relations, but we we have a relationship, but we have relations. Like, yeah, I feel like that should come up because, okay, let's just be real. So I met my husband. Uh, we realized we knew the the same people but we didn't know each other um so it was one dude i was really close with him like i only been in two major relationships my whole life um but in when i broke up with my first relationship i trusted this dude like hey you my best friend like we've been knowing each other since the seventh grade blah 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 um like can you be my little sneaky link you know like every now and then and he's like yeah so when I met my husband and he's letting me know like hey I hang out with this person xyz these people so I'm like okay yeah so um this person used to be my best friend but we kind of did it a couple of times but you know he's still my best friend like it didn't go no further than that so Mm -hmm. he when he found out we was married and got serious he started telling people my husband took his wife i didn't know that i thought we was friends i thought i thought that man say his feelings was hurt bitch you were supposed to be number one Uh (laughs) uh-huh 
I didn't know that that was the case. So I feel like, mm-hmm. yes, if if that person is relevant or they're going to keep popping up the rest of your relationship or things of that nature, yes, your person should know just in case it comes out, it's better hearing it from you than it is from, hey, dude, you know, such and such had your girl, you know? So <laughs> he'll, know how to, he'll know how to cover it. So like, hell yeah, but that. he ain't here now, you know? Shit like yeah. that. Not I caught off guard, like... Damn, for real? She ain't never told me that. (laughs) So, okay, so your response is yes and no, depending on the situation. Yes. Okay. What do you say, Wes? Well, I'm going to be straight and transparent. Like, for me, how I honestly feel about this thing now. Um, So, I'm, you know, I go to a party. I'm with my significant other. You know, we having a good time. And I happen to see Glance old girl. I used to hit one every now and then. <laughs> we used to smash and everything. Look, I personally believe, I don't think I feel I have the obligation to say that, hey, oh, listen, home girl over there, I used to hit. <laughs> I think that, I, I honestly think that if home girl comes up to us, and tries to engage in conversation and my significant other starts to be like yo who is this at that point i will then feel like i have the net i will be honest and diverging okay yes i knew this girl blah 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 and that's you know that's it but the fact that i show up and i see somebody else that i used to you know hit, nah i'm sorry i'm not gonna just volunteer that. i don't feel like i need to volunteer that information it's it's none of their business. Not, not at this point in time. As long, unless, you know, unless it's a situation with a unhealthy relationship where, you know, my significant other's worried about me and me, you know, you know, playing the field, that kind of thing. That's that's a whole nother ball game. But honestly, initially, no. Unless there is some kind of interaction that takes place at the venue, I don't feel that I need to be obligated to tell my significant other that yeah this you know that girl over there somebody had a relationship hey i can't lie though like knowing someone my significant other didn't have relations with now i'm looking at this bitch like okay (laughs) she don't look like me (laughs) like she not me like now i'm like okay like what y'all did <laughs> like mm-hmm. I'm in my own head type stuff so don't tell me just be honest about your just be honest your about your sex life who you been not who you been with but like were you were you comfortable like basically mm-hmm. be, be honest with me about that you ain't gotta tell yeah. me who the person was because yeah. after that I'm not gonna look at that person the same like right yeah I'm not trying to create more drama. I'm just really, I think that kind of thing, if you feel obligated, you got to tell them. There's got to be more to the story because, I mean, if you got feelings for him, for this guy, and he's rolling up to you, I think you might hurry up and be like, hold up. Let me tell my <laughs> Let me tell my boo real quick. Listen, listen. I just want you to know, yeah, this guy and I, we used to have a thing, but you know, it, it ain't like that no more. But I just want to let you know, okay? <laughs> Keep it real. So, I'm very big on 
if they I'm very big on communication point yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. but okay so this is my standpoint and I'm gonna give y'all a bunch of different scenarios because I don't been in this situation in like about three different types of scenarios okay okay, okay. so I feel like one if they may possibly know the person you should tell them like for instance like Faniki's scenario if they might run in the same circles or yeah. the same people I feel yeah. like that's something that should come up from yeah. the get go because mm-hmm. you never know the type of situation that could present mm-hmm. and yeah. then two I feel like if we're in a situation like say for instance we go to a party or whatever and they're there in the atmosphere mm-hmm. I might just say something just in case some like weird shit happens mm-hmm. <laughs> I've been in one scenario where I've been the person who didn't know that I was in the presence of people that my ex had slept with or whatever or a person my ex had slept with and I felt some type of way about that because why in the fuck would you bring me around these bitches knowing you fuck this bitch exactly, exactly. now you're looking exactly. at this bitch like um who exactly. why what it wasn't mean? like that. I wasn't <laughs> looking at her in no type of way. I just felt lost. Like right. I felt like there was inside jokes happening at the moment that right. I was confused about. And I'm like, what the fuck? So right. okay, this is this was the scenario. This is the first time I ever really encountered something like this. So the scenario was um me and an ex of mine had went to like a bonfire that his homeboy was having now the homeboy is one of them people that like like to stir the pot type people but he not doing it out of maliciousness like he just he's like mischievously fun i to say so he invited a whole bunch of people but he didn't tell everybody who was invited so we get to the bonfire we kind of early it's me my ex and it was all the boys it was just me and the homeboy who was throwing a bonfire like it was me his sister and his mom was the only girls there when i got there mm-hmm. so we're all talking we're all talking so then one of the other guys they like oh who all else is coming like we don't want it to be a sausage party i know you got some girls coming da, 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 da. so he was like yeah i invited the tailors no it was the Chelsea's. He was like, yeah, I invited the Chelsea's. I'm like, who in the fuck is the Chelsea's? <laughs> like, that's not like a fucking rock band. Who the fuck is the Chelsea's? <laughs> so, he like, yeah, the Chelsea's is um, a clique of girls that all hang together and all their names are Chelsea, but it's all spelled differently. I'm like, what the fuck kind of shit is this? <laughs> that's some red flag shit right there. So... <laughs> So then they all start naming what Chelsea they done fucked because apparently at least one or two of these guys have fucked a different Chelsea. Okay. So one of them was like, yeah, I fucked Chelsea with the IE and I fucked Chelsea with the EY and I fucked Chelsea with the EA. And I'm like, so then a couple of them was like stressed out because they didn't want to be around these girls, you know? So yeah. now they, they, yeah. they they was like, man, I, I, if they come, I'm leaving. If they come, I'm leaving. Right. I don't, right. I fuck that bitch. Da, da, da. Right, I'm like, right. So then one of the guys mentioned the Chelsea he had had sex with. And then he turns and he looks at my then boyfriend at the time. And he was like, didn't you hit her or whatever case may be? And he was like, dude, we're Eskimo brothers. And 
Oh, y'all Eskimo brothers, huh? What like, the hell is that? So we Eskimo brothers? Look at me. Then I got to turn around and say Eskimo brothers because I ain't know what the fuck that was <laughs> at that point. So yeah. then they got to explain to me what an Eskimo brother is. So for those of y'all out there in listening land, an Eskimo <laughs> brother is guys that have slept with the same females. Mm-hmm. They yeah. are Eskimo brothers. So. Wow. Um. I'm like, oh, okay, so like, you wasn't gonna tell me. He was like, man, I didn't know Mike invited these these girls. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I, like I promise, I didn't know they was coming to the. Right, so right. shortly after the Chelsea's pull up, right? So when the Chelsea's pull up, I'm trying to figure out which one it <laughs> is that he slept with with my ex, you know. So boom, I pinpoint her. How I pinpoint her is I played it cool. I ain't say nothing. I ain't say that I knew that, you know, these girls done been passed around the little clicker guys or whatever because they all pretty much, they hit one or more. Mm-hmm. So They I always make some it. type of eye contact when they didn't That's exactly what happened when she came <laughs> over. See, she didn't know who I was there for because mm-hmm. we wasn't sitting by each other. We were sitting yeah. like across from each other on opposite sides remember. of the bonfire. Yeah, I was sitting by her yeah. boy, mama, and sister. So yeah. she didn't know who I was there for. So mm-hmm. when she came over, she made a direct beeline like she was going to try to go tell him what's up. I said, bingo, I got action. So, <laughs> <laughs> I said, that got to be her because everybody else just passed by and was like, hey, what's up? She made she made it a point to oh. specifically go tell him, hey. So uh-huh. I'm like, hey, that got that got to be her, you know, whatever. So yeah. I noticed once it was known, once we had let it be known that me and him was there together or whatever, in case uh-huh. it be, I seen the look in her face change. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So that's how I was, I dealt with that. But then I pulled him to the side and I had a conversation with him and I was like, I understand in that scenario you didn't know, but right. I was like, I don't ever want to be put in a situation like that because at the end of the day, people be weird and people be shady and people just right. do crazy things. Mm-hmm. So another scenario where I was in a situation like that and it was kind of the opposite was um, I had a friend who had, let me see how I'm going to say this. I had a friend who had a friend that was dating a guy that knew somebody I was talking to while me Wait. and my ex. Let I'm me say it like, you gotta follow it. Don't laugh, you gotta follow it. Wait, start off when you had a friend who had a friend that knew you was talking to. Okay, so listen. My friend mm-hmm. had a friend Okay, that was yeah. dating a guy mm-hmm. and the guy she was dating knew of a guy that I was talking to while me and my ex was on a break. Okay. okay. Right? Mm-hmm. So, because he knew of this, he felt like he could, like, I guess, come on to me or whatever because I think he thought that I was cheating on my, my ex. Because oh, wow. by the time the guy came around, me and my ex had got back together. Okay. So I think he thought that because a few months prior he saw me with this other guy or whatever that he I think he thought I was cheating on my on yeah. my then boyfriend that I got back with. But yeah. that was the case. Now this is a case where honesty and being open about shit could save your fucking life. Mm-hmm. Cause um 
And matter of fact, the friend, the mutual friend that me and this girl shared, she was in the car when I had the talk with my then boyfriend and told him who I was talking to while me and him was on a break or whatever. And <laughs> she was like, ooh, girl, I commend your honesty because I don't know if I would ever tell my nigga who I was talking to and da 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 And I was like, you never know what's going to happen. Boom, fast forward, literally, like, maybe two days later, that's when this situation happened where... <laughs> this guy okay she had left us all at her house to go up the street to her neighbor house for something so all four of us are at her house by ourselves me and my boyfriend at the time we're outside and we're talking the guy come outside trying to be messy he was like hey didn't don't you um ain't you so-and-so cousin now so-and-so is the name of the guy that i was talking to mm -hmm. right so he like, ain't you so-and-so cousin? I'm like, no. And he was like, yeah, that's your cousin. Like, they told me that you they little cousin, right? And he started like winking his eye at me. <laughs> and I'm like, and my boyfriend at the time looking like, what I already know what the fuck dude is you talking about. Like, what are you, like, what the fuck is going on? But yeah. he thinking he being slick because see, people are so used to not being honest in relationships mm -hmm. that yeah. everybody operate like that. Yeah. So like, I don't like leaving gray area or gray space for mm -hmm. people to think that they got any room to come in and try to cause any type of commotion or chaos. So now yeah. me and my my boyfriend at the time, we looking at him crazy because we both know who you who talking, talking about. about. Why mm -hmm. are you saying that's my cousin? Right. But he thinking he being slick. Oh my and god! A scenario happened where like we had went in the house and the boy ended up passing by me and like touching my butt while I was like baking some stuff in the oven or whatever. And like I told my friend what happened because I was finna go off, but then I was like I don't want to go off and start a fight in her house and she not here and da 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 and you know whatever. So me and my boyfriend at the time we left and I told him after we left because I didn't want him to start a fight. Sure. And then after I told him, I called my friend and told my friend what happened. And it actually became a big blowout because then it became a, well, why didn't you handle it right then and there when it happened? I was like, because we was in your house by yourself. If I'd have told my boyfriend <laughs> what happened, you wouldn't have came back to no damn house, bitch. Like, <laughs> and then it'd be a whole nother argument we'd be having right now. It would be, right. why y'all fuck my house up while I wasn't there? That's, that's right. the argument we would have been having. Yeah. So, she like ended up ended up being this whole big thing we ended up falling out or whatever because she she basically took day side and i was like you was there whenever i told a boy who i was talking to you was literally in the back seat so can you please just tell the girl because the problem was the girl didn't want to believe her boyfriend touched my butt so <laughs> i was like can you just tell the girl that you was there when i let my boyfriend know who i was talking to that could dead the whole situation because right now it's two against two you the deciding factor if you could just speak up and be like i was sitting there when she was honest with the man that would dead everything because you, that would right. let them know that you know that they're lying to you sure and because the, the excuse they was trying to use was she just making that up because my boyfriend told on her for talking to so-and-so and i'm like Dude, you were sitting there when I told my boyfriend who I was talking to before this even happened. So just telling people you know the truth and we could dead all of this. That girl looked me dead in my eyes and said she didn't feel like it was her place to speak up and say what she knew because if we knew the truth, that's all that really mattered. That shit pissed <laughs> me the fuck off. Wow. 
So there was that scenario. Now, fast forward, I had a scenario with the boyfriend I'm with now. And I had to teach him about being open and honest because he was on this whole, well, if it's irrelevant, I shouldn't have to tell you. But that left space for some almost drama if I wouldn't have known the things I knew. Mm. So what ended up happening was apparently before me and him met, he tried to talk to a girl that I'm cool with. Mm-hmm. But he realized she'll use it. Like, she uses everybody. It's nothing personal. Oh, so, that's the same chick you was telling us about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She ended up um, basically almost stirring some pots or whatever. I stopped talking to her because she's a user. But um, she tried to go to a mutual friend of me and hers and say that she thought that me and her wasn't talking because of something to do with my boyfriend. And I was like, why would you feel like it has something to do with my boyfriend? Now, my boyfriend had told me he had only given her a ride one time. Like, she hit him up and said that she was stuck in New Orleans and needed a ride back to Lafayette or whatever. So he had gave her a ride from New Orleans back to Lafayette. And then he was like, she wasn't trying to give up no ass. So I was like, fuck it. I didn't want nothing to do with her to do do. So come to fast forward, when she was like, oh, yeah, I think Kyla not talking to me because of her boyfriend. I'm like, well... He told me it was only a ride, so why would there why would there be anything to stop talking to you over? Like mm-hmm. I had already let her know that I knew that he had tried to talk to her. So I'm like, I'm not mm-hmm. understanding why she would think that. Yeah. So I call him and I'm like, Are you sure that is it? Because she trying to spin the scenario like it's because of you that I stopped talking to her. And I'm like understanding mm-hmm. why she would feel you mm-hmm. and her that important. Right. Then he brings up the fact that he took her and her cousin to the movies one time. I said, well, you never told me that before. And he was mm-hmm. like, well, yeah, I took I took them to the movies before or whatever. I said, you never mentioned that before. I said, you see how that could have came back? And I said, see if I was one of them hot-headed ass bitches like I used to be back in the day. And I'd have just <laughs> been back and I'd have just start going off. And I'd have mm-hmm. just been like, bitch, he said it wasn't fucking nothing. You just got a motherfucking ride. Mm-hmm. And then she'd have been able to load that bullet in that gun and shoot that ammo at me. Nah, bitch, he took me to the movies. It's just some news to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. You see so how that could have caused some confusion? Yeah. But because I'm I'm more level-headed in my age nowadays, <laughs> I'm level-headed to where, okay, I can call you and be like, are you absolutely positive? Show. Sure. There's nothing else you need to tell me. Because <laughs> other than that, I'm going to light this bitch up. Because right. I need to know all my information before I light somebody up. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Wow. Yeah, no, I really believe in um, communication. And so uh, I think communication is everything. And one thing I can honestly say about all of my relationships, I've been upfront and honest about, you know, my past dealings and all that. And I don't think I ever had to have, I ever was in a situation where I was was involved in a (laughs) run-in. It was only one time when, at the time when I was married, she thought that I was talking to somebody that I had slept with, but it was nothing like that at all. She just got the identity of the person all wrong and had to shut shut, shut up because that was her that was her mind going crazy. But outside of that, um, you know, I've been always upfront about everything. So yeah, that's that's sad when um, people feel like they gotta hide stuff. I, I just like don't think that. I just don't think that. Like again, if I'm in a, I, I happen to go to an event, and it's an event where I don't anticipate to be running into anybody I know, anybody in my past, and I see that person, 
I'm not gonna be like, ooh, listen, listen. I used to hit that. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like I have to. I have an obligation to say that unless there's What's something. That? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and then you, you gotta think about it. Like if you say we at a party and you turn to your left and be like, hey. That girl over there I used to hit. Like, bitch, you having memories or something? Like, what the fuck you feel like you need Why to do? Why you coming here for? <laughs> we had a fucking party. Like, okay. Um, I just be seeing the scenario. Like, I like me being put in that that one scenario in the second story, it just made me see that like if people think that there's space for gray area, they gonna try. They yeah, gonna try themselves just because they're so used to people not being that open and honest and having that like friend type of communication with they with their boyfriend or girlfriend or their wife or their husband or whatever yeah. it may be I want to be able to talk to you like you my friend so yeah. if we in a situation like just so happened we was in a in a situation where I was for, matter of fact for my nephew's birthday his birthday party was at um at Surge and I have an ex that was a manager over there but I didn't know he was a manager over there so we get mm-hmm. there and every time he passed by me he making eyes at me or like <laughs> like whatever so I told my boyfriend I was like look the manager is my ex cause I felt like he was finna come come over there and start a no, friendly but, conversation and I'm like okay yeah, I know that's my ex no, you your obligation was absolute at that point because mm-hmm. you saw the drama that was that could have could have been cooking. created it based on what was going on. <laughs> so you were perfectly oh you were you did the right thing. I, I applaud you for that. I applaud you for that. But yeah, somebody trying to make him passes at you and all that kind of stuff in front of your significant other, that's a problem. Yeah. That's a problem, and I would I would nip that too because I don't play that. I, I just don't play that. I'm the type I'm the type of person like don't jump in my inbox because I'm telling on you, like because <laughs> I don't need you to say I tried to talk to you and I'm giving him the whole phone. Like, look, this your homeboy, yeah. huh? Yeah. Look, because I won't hear nothing. Yeah, absolutely. She's no, like, living a drama-free life is about being honest integrity is everything um in this world and so i commend y'all i commend y'all i'm telling you look he almost got this one girl in late charles somewhere um shot because <laughs> i'm telling you okay so originally he told me that okay this girl apparently got in a really bad car wreck right and he was like oh she almost died so then he was like Oh, the because you know he played music. So he said something about the the sound engineer for the last band he played for. That was his daughter or whatever. So I didn't think nothing of it. He was like, "Yeah, I'm just checking to make sure she okay. That's the sound engineer daughter, whatever, whatever." I'm like, "All right, cool." <laughs> so like two days later, he's still checking on the bitch. I'm like, "The bitch still alive." But you're still checking on the <laughs> so trying to find out. He was like, okay, so me and her did talk. Like, I guess it was eating him up. So one night, we just sitting there. We watching a movie. All of a sudden, in the middle of the movie, he like, okay, me and her used to talk back in the day, but it really wasn't nothing like that. Like, we we figured out that it wasn't for us. We left it alone. Like, we was friends. We had tried to talk, and we was like, okay, this is not for us, and we left it alone. I said, it was eating you up, huh, bitch? 
something in that movie uh, touched that soul. <laughs> that is funny. I said he was eating you up, huh, bitch? And he was like, yeah, I said, all right. So then I went going to be nosy. And I was like, you was really up here talking to this armadillo looking bitch. And you up here trying to fucking tell me. <laughs> Don't laugh. That bitch look like a damn overgrown armadillo. <laughs> she look like she crawled out of them waters in Lake Charles somewhere. <laughs> uh-uh. Oh, my God. The armadillo. This armadillo looking bitch. And you up here trying to... All right, cool, whatever. <laughs> then he got me. He was like, Kylie, the girl ain't did you know. You ain't got to talk about the girl like that. I said, stop checking on the bitch. She's still alive. She ain't died. Wow. Wow. Yeah, to me, I, that that's kind of suspect. Like, okay, two days later, you checking again? What the hell is up? I ain't okay. saying nothing the first time. That's what's so funny. Like, I was guilt, cutting up. He was like, see, was that's why I ain't saying nothing. That's why he had to bring it up, up. again. I said, old. I wouldn't have cut up when you told me the first time. But because it took you this long to tell me, now I'm going to cut up. So, yeah, now I'm going to talk about the baby, <laughs> um, the baby possum. <laughs> oh man! Oh my God! Oh, Colin, you need your own show for real. I'm sorry. <laughs> I want to stop Bear Bones podcast. You need your own <laughs> show, straight up. Mad at me because I'm cutting up behind the little possum. <laughs> That's playing dead. <laughs> that is hilarious. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. So now, like, he be trying to talk about my exes. Like, he be trying to call my exes ugly and stuff. And I be like, I be like, oh, they ugly? What about the little possum you was talking to? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I be eating that up. He be like, leave that girl alone. That girl almost died. I be like, she'd have been roadkill. Lord. You so right. She'd have been roadkill. Oh my goodness. That little raccoon. <laughs> oh. oh my goodness. I needed a laugh tonight. I'm glad I could bring it to you. I appreciate it. <laughs> she getting mad all over again. I can hear her nose fled through the floor. <laughs> no, I'm good. I laugh about it now. This was like, wait, we wait, we hadn't even made a year yet. Wow. We're gonna make two years in August. Wow, okay. Oh, wow. A bunch of stuff, I had to teach him a whole lot of, like, relationship etiquette because he ain't never had, like, a serious girlfriend. He's mm-hmm. used to girls, like, because he's it's a stable, used to women using him and then, like, going run off with a bad boy. So, uh, I'm, like, his first stable woman. Wow. How about that? Wow. That's all right. Well, the fact that y'all are coming up on two years, much, much respect for that. Much respect. Uh, I'm telling you, we be trying. I don't <laughs> even be smoking weed like that no more. So, like, you know, I'm not, my nerves not that bad. Yeah. I don't even smoke. I used to smoke weed every day. Wow. So, Nikki, we're going to go to your topic next. Yes, ma'am. Okay, y'all. So, from being here, my husband worked, like, a whole lot. 
and being here it gives me room to think like feelings I I probably suppressed or moved to the side and moved on been popping in my head so lately I've been feeling like you know how you have the moments where you're like this bitch tried me Hmm. (laughs) you having flashbacks yes so reflective moments yeah so okay so I'm sitting there thinking about stuff and I'm just like okay you was on your shit you did all this blah 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 blah, and you didn't know me but the moment you fall flat on your ass I'm the first person you call and it's not just one person they feel like it's multiple people I feel Hmm. like when they do come back, I can't be that person that just be like, nah, bitch, you ain't know me, remember? I'm mm-hmm. the type of person that's gonna be like, yeah, okay, whatever, I'ma help you. Do that make mm-hmm. me weak? Yes. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> you want to be honest? I love you. I love you, my sister. I love you, my sister. And guess what? And the reason why I'm saying that it's because I used to be that person. Okay? I where, used to be the person this? where... Put it in my ass with no type of wound. Mm-mm. No, because look, <laughs> I don't I don't lived it too long. So I cannot hold back anymore. I got to keep it raw. But okay. I love you. Okay, I love give you it to me, Dean. But let me tell you, if you understand, I was weak in that regard. But the, And the reason why I was weak in that regard, it was based on how I grew up. I grew up with parents that they were loving people, they were caring people, they were giving people. But part of their belief system, and this is big touches on religion, you know, turn the other cheek, love your enemies, all of that stuff. I'm sorry. So, so, okay, so if we're being honest, I feel like it does have to do with childhood trauma, but I don't Mm -hmm. think it has anything to do with like me turning the other cheek or blah 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 I feel Mm. like it's like I don't really let people in so Mm. okay so when I do it's like it's hard for me to let you go right I get it I get that because and I I feel you a thousand percent because as a person I when I and when I'm in a relationship with somebody and I and I am I I'm I'm all in and it's like I'm head over heels and I'm totally my allegiance is to you. But when you do me wrong, when I was younger, I would still allow for you to come back. And I was like, yo, why is that? Is because of the the fear I have of, oh my goodness, well, I poured all of my energy into this. I don't want all of my energy to just stop and go away. You know, and so just from the, and it's not saying not that you are a weak person. It's just a sign of weakness when you do not stand your ground and basically draw a line with if something is crossed, if somebody disrespects me, I'm sorry. At this point in this stage of my life, I am going to address the matter head on. Okay, I'm so I, I, I didn't. I, I like never that. said I don't address it. Like okay. I'm the type of person if I love you, you do something to me. I'm the type of person that's gonna beat beat you up, beat your ass, yeah. and help mm-hmm. you up off the ground and say, okay, what's next? 
like mm. <laughs> like I don't know I'm not I don't have an in between it's like I either gotcha. all the way don't mess with you or I all the way mess with you and my yeah. like my husband tell me all the time like chill out like don't let people just keep don't be too available to everybody that's right you can't be available to everybody and that's the thing that's the thing right there because if you are available to somebody who has never allowed you to be available um, to be available to them and they all of a sudden turn around out of the blue expect for you to be able to respond I'm sorry you no nah, you ain't got no time for that you do but not how have can you no just time turn that. that off though that's the part like I, oh. I don't know how mm. I, I, my disconnect game is strong okay mm. so I it's don't. so easy don't get me wrong Kyla it's so easy like if I just met you and you do some fuck shit like bitch okay but if it's like like let's say a best friend because like somebody that I didn't gave my all to I just can't be like okay whatever disconnect cut off like that's so hard for me like even though I could play that role like you cut but the moment you need me I'm gonna still be there well let me let me put it in perspective okay I had a best friend since we we grew up together okay this best friend did me wrong okay Mm -hmm. because this best friend did me wrong I had to process that I had to grieve it. I had to. I was like, you know what? That was wrong. I would have never done that to you, but you did that to me. Okay. That being the case, we not friends like we used to. Like, I can still call him and say, hey, man, how you doing? But that hardly ever happens. Okay. I choose no longer to uh, involve or engage as a friend. However, because we go way back and we consider family, when this person had a family member die, I reached out and be like, look, man, just want to let you know I'm praying for you and everything. Okay. But as far as the relationship that we used to have, that's gone. I'm sorry. Ain't going to be no calls. Ain't going to be none of that. We not, we, we don't roll like we did back in the past. So deal that with people with that. a long handle spoon. Yeah, absolutely. Keep them at a distance. You got to. You got to keep them at a distance. Compartmentalize. Um, Yes. Because that's basically what I do. Like, I'm don't, if I got to disconnect, I'm disconnecting. Like, in whatever way, shape, or form or fashion it is, some people you can deal with with a long handle spoon and it's not as detrimental to you. Because if having you too close to me hurts me, you keep constantly hurting me, I keep constantly having to have this conversation with you. Mm-hmm. That's too many times. One too many times. Absolutely. Once we go on time, number two, I need to start thinking about whether I want to continue with this because clearly after number one, you chose to tell me you don't give a fuck about what I had to say about what you was doing to me. So after the second time, I need to start thinking about where I need to put you in my life to where this don't happen no more. That's so right. some people you can handle with a long handle spoon. Like mm-hmm. as far as I could love you, but from over here, which yep. means, you know, I could cheer you on from over here. We don't have to have phone conversation every day. We don't have to talk every day. You don't have to call and let me know about your whatever. If I see your accomplishments on Facebook, then cool. I'm going to like it. Thumbs up. Mm-hmm. I got you. Like 
that type of thing. Like, I love you from a distance, but I don't really fuck with you like that. I can do that. Yes. Um, there's some people that you have to completely disconnect from altogether because no matter how you deal with them, they find a way to be toxic and hurtful towards you. So those yes. people that you have to get rid of them, point blank, period. Absolutely. I think the hardest thing for me was, and I think that's why I'm able to just disconnect from people like I do, is because I've I've had to stop speaking to my mom and my dad to show them that I I don't need them like how they think that I or how they thought I needed them back in the day. Mm. And I literally waited until they came crawling back asking to talk to me. Okay, Mm. so that's something. Okay, I'm glad you brought that specific situation up because like um, I say all the time like growing up I really didn't have my parents. I grew up with other family members, you know? So as an adult I like going into my adult stage I didn't really talk to my parents at all like neither one of them but then I met my husband who doesn't have a mom and his dad is like wheelchair bound so he really don't have all of his dad you know so he's Mm -hmm. like preaching in one ear like hey I don't have this parent blah 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 you need to talk to your parents that's still your parents and in the other ear it's like our situations are totally different. Like if your parents yeah. are here, you will mm-hmm. have everything. But I'm thinking, okay, maybe he's sent here to help like with my childhood trauma, you know, like let me mm-hmm. reach out. So me and my mom built this relationship. Like we know our boundaries. We get to the point where we get angry with each other. It's like, hey, when you calm down, we'll talk another time type, you know, mm-hmm. we know what it is. But when it comes to my dad, it's like, he feels like I always want something from him. But I think he only feels that way because that's all he was. Mm. He he was, he was the money man. Like, mm-hmm. he was in Germany most of my life. Mm-hmm. And when I needed something, he would send it to me. He wasn't really like my dad father you know yeah there emotionally for all your stuff i get it yeah so it's like okay before we moved here um i told my because my husband came here first i don't know if i told y'all that but i was in houston by myself and i really didn't want to be um i reached out to my dad and i was like hey can I come there, you know. He lives in Palestine. That's like um, an hour and 45 minutes from Houston. Mm-hmm. It's not too bad. I was working from home, so mm-hmm. I could have just set up at his house. Mm-hmm. But instead of just telling me, no, not right now, it was like so much stuff that came behind that. So it was just like, okay, whatever, I don't have to. So I end up staying in Houston by myself for those 30 days. But like being out here it's like okay I miss him like I want to talk to him but it's like he was wrong Mm. and it makes me feel like am I the only one hurting or Mm. so that's where I'm at that's why like does it make me weak to reach out Mm. but I feel like I'm always the one I wow, that's yeah, that's at a whole this point, I think you would have to do 
maybe some self-healing on why you feel like you have to be the one to fix something you didn't break there's something in you that's triggering you to feel like you're the one that needs to fix that and whenever you whatever exercises you do to kind of think on that or reflect on that or figure out why you feel like you have to be the one to fix that bridge then you I think you would be able to better disconnect with people who aren't serving you or aren't doing you any good at that point in time because if anything if he's the one that shunned you and turned you away then that's on him to realize that he was the one that did that you running back and trying to fix that bridge when you wasn't the one that burnt it Mm -hmm. that's that's reinforcing to him I'm not in the wrong and she gonna always keep running back to fix that and that's what that would reinforce to anybody regardless of the relationship between y'all whoever it was Mm -hmm. if you're not the one burning the bridge but you're the one that keeps running to fix it then that reinforces to that person I can keep doing these things and she gonna keep running back to fix it Mm -hmm. and here's the issue I also take with and I don't know your dad but what you said what you said about him bringing up the fact that he's saying he feels like the only reason why you reach out is because you need something i take offense to that as a father because a father is supposed to be there for their child period and if it's monetarily look if i have it i'm gonna give it if it's emotional it's not, like i don't feel like it i like I'm one of them people that I'm going to figure it out by myself. Like, if I need money-wise, I'm not going to ask you for it because you don't always have that over my head. I don't know what about it, but I'm not that person. If I do open my mouth and ask for something, it's because I didn't figure it out and I'm at the end of it. Like, I I really, really need it. As As my dad, I don't want him to be that financial person no more I have a husband right mm-hmm. like so I want you to be my dad like right he, he felt like he feels be like there for me. I need to call him or reach out to him when I'm your daughter like mm-hmm. like do you even know if I'm alive right now or are you going mm-hmm. based off my social media because somebody could kidnap me and just be putting stuff on my social media like mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's yeah. how I think like are you worried about me? Do you know yeah. if I'm alive? Like, yeah. mm-hmm. what, what is the case? So that's why I exactly. said. I mean, I know at some point I have issues, but it's like, how do I fix it? Well, the thing is, you re- you recognize that you've got power. That's the, the first thing. You got to recognize that you got power. Look where you've come from. Look how you have made yourself to be the success that you are and guess what you gotta you gotta take that and say look i'm i'm somebody and i made myself i made i made my way and i'm good i'm good the fact that the the person that was supposed to be a father figure who really wasn't a father figure that's not on me and i'm not taking that on now the hurt part is a part that you have to grieve 
And let me tell you about grieving, because for me, I had to grieve a relationship I thought was a marriage, and it was not okay. But I had to grieve, and I had to. There were several processes I had to go through. Number one, accept the fact that there was a flaw, okay, and it wasn't all on me. That other person has to take some responsibility. That was number one. Number two, I had to grieve the hurting process because it was hurtful. Because I thought I had gotten into a relationship that I thought was going to be healthy, it was not, and I got hurt by. It, okay, so I had to grieve through that. The process for grieving varies from person to person. For Kyla, it might be six months. For me, it might be three years. For you, it might be ten years. But bottom line is. You're going through a grieving process. Once you grieve that, once you're done with the grieving process, you then have get to the point where you have the ability to let things go. Got to let it go. In other words, your emotions tied to that can go away, and that's when people can call you cold or whatever. It don't matter. It's not that you're cold. It's that you have healed from that hurt. And so you are still hurting, therefore you are still grieving. But that's not going to be forever. And there's going to be a point in time when Nikki going to look in the mirror and be like, "You know what? I'm good, no matter what. No matter what he says, no matter what he does, I am good." That's absolute facts. Things got real, real fast. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> I done been through it. I'm 55 years old, and it, that's the reason why I can share this stuff. Because I had to look at myself hard. And at this point in my life, look, ain't no, look, ain't no half stepping. I'm just keeping it one thousand. Not even a hundred. I'm keeping it a thousand. I gotta keep it real because I done been through some stuff, and I'm just glad I'm still alive. I could have been in jail big time, double murder, premeditated. Would have called the cops, told them, "Look, here's what I did. Come get me." <laughs> That's some shit I would do. I'm sitting on the body Straight right up. now. Straight up. But I, I would definitely take Wes's advice and also do some self-reflecting to figure out what what is it, who is it, what is it inside of you that makes you or compels you to want to run to fix these situations you you aren't causing. It's powerful. Because that could be a detriment to yourself. That could be your, your shadow work assignment. That might be your next... This, this might be telling you that this is your next step as far as doing shadow work with yourself. That might be the next dark side of yourself you need to face is finding that side and figuring out what that side is that is compelling you to be want to be involved with these people when they are showing you they don't want to be involved with you like that in that way. And you want feeling like you're the one that needs to make everything okay extend that olive branch but where do I start though that's that's the issue 
Um, I probably would start with some meditation and just meditate on it and really think about it and try to try to go back to when you first started feeling the need to have to do these things. That's some good. When did you first start? When did you first start feeling like when people fuck me over or when people treat me some type of way or when people aren't as nice to me as I am to them, what makes me feel like I need to be the one to go and fix that? Why do I feel guilty? Mm-hmm. Yeah, why do I feel like I gotta fix stuff? I just feel like I be in my own head. Like, okay, like my best friend. I go to her and I'll tell her everything that's going on in my head. And she's like, I just think you're overthinking it. It's not that deep. Mm. Or if I tell my husband something and he's like, where did you get all those facts from? And I'm just like, well, these are the facts and this is the holes that I filled in. Why are you filling in holes if that's not what happened? Mm. They're not facts. <laughs> yeah, you create a narrative that you want to create that's going to be convenient. But guess what? That ain't the narrative. So, bottom uh, line, yeah, it's face value. Like, it is what it is. Like, mm-hmm. when you say you're filling in holes and creating narratives, are you creating excuses for these people, is what you're saying? I don't, okay, so. The biggest thing right now is like, um, I don't know if y'all remember the last podcast. Um, um, I told y'all that one of my best friends asked me to be in her wedding. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, um, so Tom goes on and she did this payment plan for um, the dresses or whatever. So she was like, money's due at this time, this time, this time. So I hear her up and I'm like, okay, something came up I can't pay right now because the case was I had to take care of everything in Houston while my husband take care of stuff here mm-hmm. if that makes sense mm-hmm. so um, I said once I'm with my husband I'll be able to pay for the dress you know mm-hmm. full like I don't have to make a payment I could give you everything at one time mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is us messaging back and forth on like text messages but then there's a bridesmaid group chat and in the group chat she states um I don't want to stay on this dress distress stuff long um because we have more to do so then the next morning I get a text message that says are you going to be able to do are you going to be able to do what you need to do to be a part of this wedding? And I'm just like, yeah, I explained to you that um, if I can't do it how you want me to do it, but I could do it when I'm able to do it. Like, mm-hmm. okay. So um, then it's another message like, I appreciate everyone who made their first payment. You, you let me know how much this means to me. So then she messaged me again it's like you're the only one that hasn't paid and da, da, da. so in my head I'm like 
I'm a stress to you because this is your wedding. Like, mm-hmm. you're telling me I ha- I'm the only one that has to pay. You're telling me, you know, all this stuff. And I'm just like, in my head, I informed her like, okay, I think it's just best for me not to be a part of the wedding because... That's, that's a good move right there. You did the right thing. I think it's best for me not to be a part of this wedding because I don't want to be a stress to you. Like, even that's if... Right. Even mm-hmm. if she was like, I'll pay for it, that's not your responsibility. Like, that's that, right. would, that would be mine. So, mm-hmm. I'm just like, I think it's just best for me not to be in it. I hope this don't mess up our friendship because I love you and I hope I can be there for your wedding. And we mm-hmm. haven't talked since. So, it's like, that's what I mean by feeling in the holes. Like, you did the right thing, girl. And guess That's, what? If I mean, because I'm honest, this is what friendship. I'm hearing, and this is how mm-hmm. I would have took it. So, mm-hmm. had it been me in your shoes, how I would have took it is, I'm coming to you and I'm telling you, I have a personal life issue mm-hmm. that's happening mm-hmm. right now which is preventing me from sticking to the payment plan that you created without taking into consideration what anybody else has going on just because mm-hmm. you want to be a bridezilla so after you decided <laughs> you wanted to be a bridezilla and create your own payment plan without asking people what they had going on or anything like that taking any she, of that okay so she did so i can't take that from mm-hmm. her she did okay. she asked people was it too much to pay which it wasn't mm-hmm. hello hello Nikki she might have got can y'all hear me my phone locked I can hear you now yeah we can hear you now okay, okay. go ahead she asked was it too much which I informed her it wasn't but then after when the payment plan was supposed to start that's when things start understood your situation time. happened yeah yes. your situation happened right but, you were, but happened. you were but you had enough integrity to reach out there and tell her look here's my current situation here's what's going on things happen okay so then for her not to understand that and then to try to act like trying to do something to make you feel guilty or cause you to feel guilty That's about, what I was about to say next. it would have been the subliminals for me because at this that point ain't no plan. i feel like you throwing subliminals like okay throwing so in the group the, chat, she, and then you backdoor coming at mm-hmm. me telling me oh you're the only one that ain't paid and now you back in the group chat throwing shots again mm-hmm. uh, that ain't and no then, friend I'm not going to lie. My brain would go into overdrive. So then I would feel like, okay, if you got the audacity to be in the group chat throwing shots and then come message me on a sidebar, I would feel like they have a whole nother group chat talking about me without mm-hmm. me being in it. When you're not there. Because yep. that's the type of shit people do. So that's, yeah. the, that's, that's the holes I feel there. Like, like, who are you saying things to? Or like... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then it was a message that came and it was like, Nikki, I didn't tell you to, cause I was like, uh, I feel like right now we have a misunderstanding. Like you're not coming, you're not understanding where I'm coming from, and I'm not understanding where you're coming from. Can we just agree to disagree? And she was like, Nikki, I didn't tell you to remove yourself out my way. As soon as she messaged that, she removed me out the bridesmaid group chat, and then I just feel like, I don't know. So she's a I, narcissist. She's trying to control. Look, she's 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 a she's a bridezilla. Like, like Kyla, I like the term you used. She's a bridezilla for real. 
But the other thing is this. Friendship is really not what you guys have. Because obviously, for her to do that tells me that she it's not about the relationship. It's about what she can get out of you. She's trying to create this perfect wedding. And guess what? It ain't going to the plan that she's trying to put out there. And guess what? Things happen. You got to plan for contingencies. And if you don't plan for contingencies, that's a problem too. Because things ain't ever going to go as perfectly when as you working set with other people and trying to cooperate with other people, nothing is never going to go exactly how you want it to go. So for her and for you to have expressed what you had going on mm-hmm. and for her to act impatient like that as if you haven't already told her what you got going on in your life, like you trying to press me like as if my life not as important as your wedding exactly so okay so one of the bridesmaids called me and she's like what happened like what's going on so i explained the situation to her and she was like i understand your side and i understand her side like give her time but she it didn't in the same breath she was like yeah because we just we just finished paying for the dresses and that was like two weeks after i had got here so it was just like Damn, you couldn't wait. Hmm. No, bottom line is, you know what? I'm sorry, that that woman's not your friend. That's the only. That's I my only. I that in a whole different way, because a lot of times when it comes to people and their own personal things that they have, they they trying to do. For instance, with the wedding, that's her own per. This is your dream. This is your wedding. This is your magic day. This is your magic. And that's kingdom. how I looked at it. Like I whatever. Didn't be the stress to but that. you. For you not to take into consideration things that I've, I've already told you I have going on, that lets mm-hmm. you know that when it comes to you and your shit, yeah. nothing yeah. else is as important as your mm-hmm. shit. You don't look at my situation as important as your shit. Which means no matter what you'd have told her, she wouldn't have gave a shit as long as her wedding was not fucked up. And that is telling you as a person what her mind frame is. See, a lot of times when you're involved with stuff like this, you get to see people true colors and who they really are. That's Especially right. when it comes to something that they doing for themselves and they they depending on you to be a part of it. You get to see how they really operate and who they really are. How far they really are willing to go to cooperate with you and if the, whether they're a, a, a true leader or a dictator. And she is a dictator. And mm-hmm. then there's like people on her Facebook page, like if anybody ruins your way and they're not your friend, they not really down for you. And this is like, look, and it's you like didn't ruin nobody's wedding, girl. You did not ruin nobody's weddings. You didn't ruin nobody's wedding. Don't even think that, because guess what? The moment your situation came up, you reached out and you helped her understand, and you helped her know that look, I got you. This money is gonna be paid. It's just not gonna be based on and the term. Because she'd have had one time to message me after I already talked to her and I don't snap. <laughs> like I'm so serious. Like, girl, I already told you what it was and you messaging me again. Yeah, that's a problem. That and the problem, the other problem that, that really was a upset level of me, disrespect right there. Yeah. What upset me the most was the second the next text that you 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 told us about, where she talking about how she basically Again, she's throwing guilt at you. 
and what she was hoping you was gonna do, and she's gonna be like, no, 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 no. I'm glad you ain't do none of that. Because bottom line is, she not worth it. And then that that reverse psychology she tries to use with the, well, I didn't remove you from my wedding. Uh Trying to make it seem like, well, I'm not the one that told you you couldn't be in the wedding no more. In so many words, you basically was telling me that if I didn't hurry up and give the money that I was going, I was basically going to fuck it all up. So in so many words, yeah, you was telling me. So Mm -hmm. what you was doing was you was pressing me to remove myself so you can make it seem like you didn't remove me. When in Mm -hmm. actuality, it was your actions that spoke louder than your words. Absolutely. Absolutely. And for another bridesmaid to reach out to you, that bridesmaid knows you. Okay. And I wouldn't have told her ass shit because she probably went back and went go start something. I'm I'm serious. I'm sorry. I have this rule about like Mm -hmm. if me and somebody having conflict and Mm -hmm. a third party tries to get involved and the third party claims to be mutual or neutral or cool with both of us. I don't trust that That's shit. That's bullshit. That third party <laughs> is gonna run back, and they just come and get information to run back and tell the other person any fucking way. Yeah. So yeah. I, I I treat that shit with a long handle spoon, like anyway. I'd have been suspicious of that from the get go. Cause bitch, why is you call? Why you think something wrong? So right. that's what I said. I said, why was I disgusted or something? Mm. And what did and she say? She was like, no, I just seen all the subliminals on Facebook about people leaving the wedding and then I seen your name removed off the group chat. So I just wanted to know know your part okay. because okay. That's, that's, really that's plausible. That's plausible. That's a plausible reason why she reached out because she wants to know. Because she was like, something ain't right. And that, that could be plausible. I can give her that much. I can give her that much. But your friend, the the bridezilla, she's a she's something, she's something else. She's something else for real, and um, she did you wrong, and she tried to make you the fall guy, um, and that's what's that's what was evil about it because bottom People line, that reverse energy on you, yeah. So I know for So my yeah. other best friend, I'm explaining to her like a part of me miss her like that's my road dog and she's just like if you miss her reach out and I'm just like but I did like I'm not gonna continue to though yeah no let me tell you uh, it's time for you to grieve it's time for you to grieve your friendship I'm just trying to keep it real with Brazil you can't be friends with everybody forever I'm sorry some yeah. people are there to sh- teach you a lesson some people are there to show you certain things so you can know what to look out for in the future when you come across new people like a lot not everybody is meant to hang in there and be your friend forever yeah. like that's just not going that's not realistic so this might be one of those people where she came into your life to show you something and teach you something. She was probably somebody you thought you was going to have in your life for the rest of your life mm-hmm. up until it came to a situation like this and you got to see who she really is. So in and the past... show you who they are... In the past... Okay, but that's the thing. So in the past, I don't know if y'all remember me saying, like, I was on pills really bad and I did some dumb shit to people you know mm-hmm. so in the past when we went we went like five years without talking it, that was on me okay so, and I, I take full responsibility of that you know okay. but mm-hmm. I don't feel like I was wrong this time 
You weren't. You, you weren't. were. You weren't wrong. At, you wasn't wrong at all. This had nothing to do I don't with know what you're trying to convince yourself. Erase of. Erase the past. Look, the past don't matter because if you guys were operating on we good from point zero to wedding time, guess what? She's a hundred percent wrong on this. You ain't got nothing to do with this at all. I and for her to throw you, yeah. and I don't think she should bring it up either. I don't know if yeah. she does or not. But I don't think either one of y'all should bring that up because the past is the past. If you've bettered yourself and you moved on from who you are and you've forgiven yourself and they've given you forgiveness, that should never come up again. Absolutely. I agree. Absolutely. Yeah. Because she, one thing about it, if somebody say they forgive you or if you say you forgive yourself and you keep bringing that shit up, that means you really don't forgive yourself or they really don't forgive you like that. You can't hold something over my head that you said you forgave me about. We should never talk about it again after you say you Absolutely. Exactly. And and forgiveness, and that's a whole nother conversation. Let me tell you, this thing about forgiveness, I for the longest time, I used to think forgiveness meant that it was a two-way street. Like, somebody else got to be like, I'm sorry. But no. I had to realize that I had to forgive on my own. In order for me to let stuff go about stuff that other people did to me, I should never expect that they're ever going to come back and be like, oh, you know what? I did you wrong and I'm sorry. Mm -mm. In order for me to have moved on with my life, I had to come to terms with the fact that I had to forgive and let go. Meaning that I forgave them, although they never said I'm sorry. And I'm okay with it because I had to move on. The thing is, if I can't move on, that means they got power over me still. And I'm sorry. I'm taking back my power. I'm sorry. I'm taking back my power. Ain't nobody dragging me down. Ain't nobody going to make me feel bad or less than based on something that I didn't even do. Come on. I'm sorry. I got I got to let you go. Yeah. So you you have to forgive because it sounds like you haven't fully forgiven yourself for that. Mm-hmm. And I, like I said, I don't know if she ever brings it up or whatever case may be, but if that's the case, that means she never forgave you for it either. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so if that's the case, yeah. What this is is just she's just retaliating in a sense because of whatever wrong that you did to her. And guess what? That's on her. It ain't on you. And a lot Not of times, it really is, it is y'all could have gave forgiveness to each other and just moved on from that situation. But sometimes you try to hold on to people because you're comfortable with them and you want that old thing back or whatever the case may be. And it's not meant to be held on to. Yes. Yes. It's very good and well. It could, yeah. been, it could be very good and well true that it was supposed to die back then because a new you was supposed to be birthed and, and been brought into new situations with new people. But because you're so used to her, you y'all ran back to each other and y'all probably wasn't meant to still be friends till this point. So again, That's the universe is gonna throw another monkey wrench in the situation to show you y'all not supposed to be friends right now. <laughs> For real. If I gotta keep having conflict and beef with the same person, something trying to sub, something trying to catch your attention. The universe is trying to catch your attention and be like, "Look, this is not someone for you." She created you more drama than needed go. to be with this situation. Because bottom line, she could have easily said, "Okay, you know what? I understand. 
Okay, and if I could, if she could accommodate, fine. If she could not accommodate, she should have told you right then and there. Says, you know what? Okay, well, guess what? If she was on the up and up, she should have been like, okay, well, you know what? I appreciate you being honest, and I still love you. And guess what? We should still be good. You although I can't allow you. Shouldn't be a cause not to talk no more. Like that's exactly. not. It don't make sense. Yeah, she cutting you off from groups and all that kind of stuff. Please, she ain't your the friend. The fact that she immediately ran to put you out the group—that's what she yeah. didn't want. She just wanted you to do it so she wouldn't she look like the bad guy. Yeah, she um, and she, she didn't want the fact that she threw the oh, guilt trip on you. Can't be in the wedding no more. So she mm. pressed you and pressed you and pressed you until you made your decision to be like, you know what. I'm going to just back out of the wedding. And then her, okay, that's on you. You did it, not me. That was mm-hmm. her way of being like, okay, mm-hmm. now I can tell people she removed her. I don't look like the asshole. Right, exactly. Hmm. So a lot, of things, a lot of things y'all saying, a lot of things y'all saying, I already didn't thought about, but like I said, I sometimes I be feeling like I'm in my own head. Mm-hmm. Nine times out of ten, what your gut be telling you don't be wrong. Yeah. If mm. your gut is telling you something, it's never wrong. People go try to make you feel like you crazy or feel like you wrong or feel like you you know, whatever the case may be or people that aren't as intuitive and don't really get those natural intuitions and those natural feelings might try to make you feel like you overthinking it because they don't have they don't get those type of feelings about fucked up people in their life so they'll try to make you feel like oh no you just overthinking it those are the type of people that let somebody sneak up behind them and hit them over the head but <laughs> that's the I mean the fact that you naturally get those feelings follow your gut if your gut telling you that that's what happened that's what happened that's what happened it's the yeah. same thing when your gut be telling you your man cheating that's what happened you don't have to yeah. know for a fact your gut <laughs> telling you that you, yep. Did, yep. you said on April 8 2013 you were sitting here but uh uh-uh, uh I just had a dream <laughs> for real for real Shoot. I remember I was on my job I was at my job when I sent something and I'm a guy. Usually they say women have instincts. Look, I'm telling you, I felt like somebody, something told me something was wrong. I done busted. Busted. (laughs) It was crazy. I was like, wow, your gut is always right. Yeah, always follow your gut. Cause if 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 you was able to fill in all those holes, then you you got it from somewhere. Your natural gift may be intuition, premonition, or something along those lines. So trust your instincts. Trust your natural instincts. Yeah, you got a lot of love, Nikki. I, I feel that you got a lot of love in you, but uh, people uh, try to take advantage of your kindness. And they will. And they perceive it as a weakness, and it's not that it's a weakness. People really do take kindness for weakness. They really do think because you, you, you're you nice that mm-hmm. everything all sweet, and sometimes you got to show them shit stink, baby. Yep. 
<laughs> That's an interesting perspective, Kyla. You one of a kind. You said shit thing, baby. <laughs> 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 oh, I gotta, it ain't all sweet, baby. Sometimes shit stink. Uh, uh, it stink all the time. <laughs> Shoot. Mm-mm-mm. Wow. Yeah, my prayers go up for you, Miss Nikki. You gonna be okay. Yeah. Take back your power. Man, it's this desert is in my brain. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all don't have any grass. Barely. <laughs> he said barely. Got cactus. Got the cactus out there. <laughs> yeah, and people front yard. They got cactuses in their front yard. <laughs> it was 104 on Tuesday. Yeah, and, and there's no humidity, so it's like dry. So it's a dry heat. Okay. And then today, okay. it's 52. <laughs> oh my god, man. man, you got sweaters and turtlenecks on. Oh man. Wow. Great. But you're gonna be okay. You're gonna be all right. Do some self healing exercises. Do some um, meditations. It's try to strengthen that core within you, strengthen that part of you that to maybe you need to do some exercises to trust your natural instincts. And maybe that might help you more because it seems like you more second guess. Should I go with my instinct on how this person made me feel or what caused them to be like this or whatever? And that seems like that might be what guilts you out is you feel like you may have played a part in causing them to be like that or whatever yeah. the case may be so maybe you need to do exercises on trusting the natural instinct because maybe if you trust yourself more then when you come to conclusions like that it'd be easier for you to be like I know I'm not wrong yep and you move on it's more of the people telling me I'm overthinking it that's what Mm-mm, can't nobody tell that, me more than no, I no. Yeah, I'm sorry. Don't be tell. Don't let nobody tell you what what's going on in your head. Nobody tell me more than I could tell me. Exactly. Don't let anybody think that they know what's going on in your head. Only you could do that. Only you could. You can't tell me nothing. I don't know. That's why I said I feel like you need to do more exercises to where you trust yourself more. Because if you trusted yourself more, couldn't nothing nobody tell you make you believe you in your head more? Because you gonna be like, uh, uh-uh, uh, no, that ain't it. I know, because <laughs> I told me that's what happened. Yep. Just like shoot, let me let me let me Nikki break it down for you. Sat down and had a talk, and Nikki told Nikki what the fuck happened. Exactly. <laughs> Nikki, let me tell you something. I was in a relationship with a woman for three years. I'm not even talking about my marriage. I'm talking about post that. And um, I think I might have shared this with you, Kyla, when you came down to my end. But um, I was friends with this woman for three years. She ain't never told me how she felt about me outside of our friendship. Year number three, I moved down to Florida. We still on the phone. We friends. We love each other, all that. All of a sudden, homegirl be like, look, if you were to say the word, I would come down and move down to Florida, which I was like, hold up. If it was five to 10 years ago, I'd have been like, okay. 
Because all I said in my mind is, oh, I'm about to smash that egg. <laughs> <laughs> That's the mindset that I had back then. But I'm just grateful that I'm, I was at the stage in my life where it's not always about that. I got to start thinking with my... Actually... And in my mind, it was like, <laughs> hold up, wait a minute. You ain't never told me how you felt about me. And then for you to say, if I were to say the word, so now you're trying to put something in my mouth and in my mind that I never even came up with to make a move. I was like, yo, that ain't go. it ain't going down like that. And as a result of that, she did these subtle retaliatory things that helped me to realize, oh my God, she mad at what I said. I told her no. And it doesn't matter why I told her no. Bottom line is, <laughs> I I live here. I I determine who comes here. Oh, Nobody stuff in the girl we was yes, yes, the yes, 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 <laughs> yes. yes. I'll be watching her on um on the certain <laughs> social media site. Oh, for real. <laughs> and the more and more that I see her post and the more and more like I like I catch on to certain things that like she like her captions and stuff like that I'm like that girl prostitute <laughs> 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 she prostituting she's a hoe she's gonna be prostituting and prosecuting she better keep keep her ass off of Instagram oh it's crazy it's that. crazy it's crazy I just and the thing is I feel I feel for the friend that I lost because three years of a friendship and look I'm the type of person if I really care about somebody again I go all in I'm all in that's just the type of person that I am mm-hmm. so look I, I even became friends with the parents and everybody sister family members it was like I was good with everybody. And, but unfortunately, what I also was, and I came to terms with that, is I'm probably the only man, that only person that, male in her life, that ever treated her the way she would have expected and wanted to be treated and did not ask for, and it did not ask for the pussy. Okay. I didn't ask for it. That wasn't, that wasn't the basis of our relationship. Everybody else trying to get in the pants. Everybody else trying to get in pants. It wasn't about that for me. It was about. I think she seen my friend as a sugar daddy, and I'd have had to be her ass. Yeah, that's what it was. Try to use my friend as a sugar daddy, bitch. You better go down there to um. You know what I'm saying. The Key West somewhere. (laughs) It's cray cray, but yeah. but this you know whole thing about instinct. The prostitute. Whenever I, um, you know, I seen Jimmy Smacks had followed her like last year or something like that on, um, on IG, and I was like, oh yeah, she a hoe. Cause if Jimmy Smacks following you, that mean he think he could get you to come do one of them OnlyFans videos with him, and you know he fuck anything under the sun, him. Oh my god. Yeah, and you. Look, I, I look, and I've already told someone. I says, you know what? I think that person they're better off going into the porn industry and killing it, and they'll do really well. They'll do very well. But some people, 
you know what? Some girls don't want to do porn. They just rather just lay on their back and get paid for laying on their back as far as like on a personal life. It's because they really don't, people really don't be knowing they prostitutes like that. They probably very, very, very selective on who they offer their services to and tell them that they get paid for that type of stuff. And they portray like they're something else like for instance in this case this particular person portrays that they're a model but okay. under the surface she's selling that panani yeah, so, to the highest bidder <laughs> that's, that's unfortunate but that's the reality of it all. and got buku followers Nikki Mm-hmm. Like, Crazy yeah, upwards of like 200,000 or something like that, or 300,000. I don't know where she at now, but mm-hmm. some, 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 something of that number, legit followers, because she get the likes to match the following if you, mm-hmm. if you account for the algorithm. So they mm-hmm. got to be legit followers. So you legitly took the time to build up your account. You could really be out here really modeling and making money and anyway. making crazy money, y'all. But, Look, you I was rather, to but you're using the photo shoots that you're doing to lure sugar daddies in. Yes, exactly. That's what she doing. Yep, she for sale. And that was the part that hurt. That was hurtful. It was like that, I realized that, that, that I'm that, not a friend. Other photographers that have worked with her have told me like her situation, and they like uh-huh. she she broke. It was like she live at home with her parents. She ain't got no money. The girl don't even have her own place. She don't have a car. Da, 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 da. I'm like, oh shit, like you wouldn't think she was broke looking at her social media because bitch, you should be capitalizing off of this. Mm-hmm. Y'all gonna have to send me her. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, I'm about Look, to send I- to you. <laughs> Yeah, because look, let me tell you, I cut I cut it all off. I cut off all social media ties, blocked all of that, took down every picture I ever had, um, shot of her. I did, I did all that. I had to shut that down completely. Yeah. yeah, I have zero. I got zero ties. I do not care at this point. Because she you don't know, do enough photo shoots to say she actually making a living off of it. Because she's shot with quite a few photographers that I've shot with that I know mm-hmm. pay. But mm-hmm. to look at her social media and actually count how many like photo mm-hmm. shoot, photo shoot, like real photo shoots she posts, not her like selfies that she be taking in her bedroom. Mm-hmm. To actually go through and look at like photo shoots, she don't do enough shoots to maintain a lifestyle. So I'm like, no, she, she got only fans page. Oh no, she's on OnlyFans. Oh yeah, she got a. She's actually making good money now. I know about that piece because I remember when she was getting started and was asking for insights, and I was telling her, "Hey, look, based on your edge and all that, I stay. I think you would kill it." She's like, "But I don't want to go new." I said, "You don't have to. The edge that you got, kill. You can kill it with." And she started doing that. She started making money. She wanted to eventually get into buying a house and all that. But here's the thing. There's a whole uh, there's a whole situation that I know from an emotional standpoint and stuff, knowing about her past. So I get it. And so that's when I started to go out and start talking about and learning and studying about this whole thing called narcissism and uh, borderline personality disorder and all that kind of stuff. Because guess what? Some people, they they develop those traits and they become monsters and don't even realize it themselves. And, and that's what's so crazy. And it's our minds are powerful things. And certain trauma triggers that kind of behavior. And there's no um, fixing it unless you have to come to terms your own self and start addressing those things. 
the the crazy idea she had in her head was she was going to eventually um, marry somebody, you know, based on what her expectations were. And I was like, look, I just don't see that as a reality. I'm going to try to keep it real with you. Here's some things you got to do differently or think differently. That ain't, that's just not going to happen, you know, but hey, so such is but you know what it is and I'm, I bet you if anything I could guess how she got started selling herself like she she has that look that white men like yes absolutely she has a body that white men would like she got big boobs yep, and no shape that's, it. So, <laughs> that's, that's what white men like those mm-hmm. when you especially if you was to like work in a strip club and like you used to work at a couple of different strip clubs and check out like Mm-hmm. the demographic and how the money flows in there mm-hmm. girls with big boobs and that stick figure shape mm-hmm. them white men spend more money on them bitches they love that's that. why you see girls in white strip predominantly white strip clubs or strip clubs where the patrons are predominantly white Mm-hmm. That's why you see most of those girls walking around there with huge ass <laughs> boobs, but they don't have no ass, no curve, no, no nothing. Yeah. That's because th- them white men, that's what they like. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's why yeah. I was like, I could see her being a prostitute because I could see white men paying a lot of fucking money to fuck her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because she got that shape that white men like. Check mm-hmm. out your uh, Facebook, Nikki. I'll send it to you. I'm gonna check it out. I tried to check it out and it kicked me out of the uh the thing. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you'll be able to check it out later. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. But yeah, oh. this thing about friendships, look, you gotta be able to look at them, look at the situation with some without the emotion and look at the whole picture and if the picture don't look right you know you got to do something different mm-hmm. thanks mm. <laughs> <laughs> lord so, with that being said, that's going to end tonight's podcast. I hope everyone who came tonight, yeah. thank you for listening to us. Thank you for thank thinking you for having the Bones podcast. That's what's we up. Love you guys. Peace, love, and soul. Until <laughs> next weekend, everyone have a good night. Be Bye. Blessed. Peace and love, y'all. <laughs>